Gardening on the Pat Kenny Show. With the Husqvarna Automower. Keep your lawn looking pristine from the comfort of your own home. See Husqvarna.ie. Well, now it's time for gardening, and Porik Horkin, he of the Horkin Garden Centre family, is joining us to answer all your questions. And Porik, you sent me a picture of yourself. I did. Immodestly, <laughs> surrounded by poncetias. You're in a, a sea of poncetias. I am indeed, Pat. I, I visited one of the Irish growers uh, this season. Believe it or not, we actually grow over half a million Irish poinsettias here in Ireland. And of course, it's the traditional Christmas plant. It originates from Mexico, Pat, of all places, but no home is uh, finished or furnished properly for Christmas without a beautiful poinsettia. And my advice really is to look for the Irish grown uh, varieties that are available in your garden centres from now on. And they will last well into the new year if you give them a little bit of TLC. OK, and uh, how to get one that's going to last? I mean, I know some people nurture them and mine them and yes. they last forever, but most people, they just get the Christmas out of them. You get the Christmas, but modern varieties tend to last certainly up to six months, often up to 12 months, but they revert back to the green foliage patch and make a beautiful green foliage indoor plant. But really, if you're selecting a poinsettia, the traditional colour, of course, is the red and green, but they do come in shades of pink and white and yellow as well. My advice is to pick a poinsettia where the buds, the flower buds, which are the small little buds right in the centre of the uh, red bracts, they should be tight and green in colour. Once they open to yellow, that poinsettia is well on its way. So try and pick a poinsettia where the buds are really, really tight, green in colour. Make sure the bracts are nice and healthy. And when you bring it home, keep it in a warm, centrally heated area, sitting room, for example, um, somewhere in bright light, because it comes from Mexico, it, it's used to that really bright um, natural sunlight and water it with tepid water. So don't use cold water straight from the tap. Use some lukewarm water and allow the plant to dry out between watering. That's critically important. So let the compost dry and then rewatering. So I would water my own poinsettias about every 10 days at this time of year. And if you do those simple tips, you'll keep it going yeah. right into January yeah. and February. Final question about watering. Do you water like by putting them into a basin with some water in it or do you pour in the water from the top? I prefer, Pat, to water from the bottom. So put a little saucer underneath the poinsettia pot and pour the water into the saucer and allow the plant to, to soak it up. Mm. And make sure you leave that 10-day interval between watering. That's important to allow the compost to, to dry out, not completely, but to be quite dry before rewatering again. Now, for scent and colour indoors, uh, plants that will also thrive over Christmas, and we're talking about not artificial ones, but real ones, uh, what do you recommend? Yeah, there's some lovely ones. Again, in your local garden centre, you're going to get the lovely scented hyacinths. They're a spring flowering bulb. They're fooled into thinking it's March and April over the Christmas period. So they're prepared hyacinths. You'll get them in pots, beautiful shades of colour. And they've got a sweet, really, really strong, sweet scent through the Christmas period. I absolutely love them. Again, you've got another lovely plant patch called gardenia the beautiful white flowering gardenia which again has a fantastic sweet scent right through the christmas period or something like the jasmine the white flowering jasmine you'll get those again in your local garden center in flower at this time of year over the christmas period and they're beautiful if you've got a cold 
area maybe in the house that you want to put a house plant pot. There are a couple that I'd recommend. Cyclamen do really, really well and are very colourful and they love that kind of cool bathroom situation or maybe a conservatory. Azaleas in flower again, they're fooled into thinking it's springtime and they're in flower for the Christmas period, but they need cool conditions. Orchids, of course, are beautiful over the Christmas period. And again, varieties like the Phalaenopsis tend to last for quite a long time and do very well over the mm. Christmas period. The red cherry plant, I think, is always a lovely Christmas plant as well. That's Solanum with the little red Christmas berries on it over and they look really well. And Painter's Palette for me is a beautiful, my mother has a plant for many years and it's beautiful at the Christmas time. It's got that beautiful red and green foliage like a Painter's Palette. It's in that shape. Again, it's a bract. Okay, now uh, questions. I have two citrus plants. The leaves are going yellow. Any advice? Well, citrus, first of all, should be brought indoors at this time of year. Keep them in a semi-cool position. So again, a conservatory, a porch, um, a heated greenhouse, somewhere like that, Pat, for the citrus plants. A little bit of liquid feeding as well is still important. So use something like Baby Bio. That'll help to turn the leaves from green, first from yellow to green. And cut back on the watering. So citrus plants, depending on the heat of the room, keep them as cool as possible. But generally, about every 14 to 20 days. So don't overwash them during the winter period. But a little bit of Baby Bio will will bring it back into colour. I have a rose bush that still has flowers on it at this late stage of the year. Can I bring this indoors now and try to protect it, asks Sinead. Well, there's no need, Sinead. I mean, roses are better left outside in the mild temperatures we're having at the moment. I often see roses still in flower up to Christmas um, if we get a mild autumn and early winter as we're having at the moment. So leave them outside, enjoy them whilst they're still in flower. They'll still stay blooming as long as the weather remains mild. And once the flowers go off, that's the time to prune them back, uh, prune them back back by at least 50% and tidy them up, Sinead, for the winter. Uh, Move to a rural area and rabbits are destroying my lawn. Is there any way to deter them other than the obvious? That's from Dennis. Well, I think you said to me before, Pat, that Jerry Daly recommended a good Jack Russell for for (laughs) rabbits. The only way really to keep them out is to to net the physical area um, with with proper netting to to keep a physical barrier is what you require. And you need to bury that beneath the soil because the rabbits will bury underneath. There is a product called Grazers, which is a a liquid. It's, It's made from calcium. And rabbits won't eat it. So if you if you treat an area, for example, plants or lawns in this in this instance with, with the grazers, that will protect the grass for a couple of weeks, but it will wear off over time. Uh, what edible plants are good for keeping on the kitchen windowsill? That's from Jess. Well, you've got all the herbs at the moment, Pat, and I, I'm a bit advocate of planting up herbs at this time of year that you're going to use for the Christmas period. Indoors, I'd use the basil and parsley work really well inside, marjoram, oregano. You get plants of those available. Chives, for example, and you can cut them right through the Christmas period. Um, so, um, But remember that many herbs can be grown out of doors as well. So really at this time of year, we're back to the, the traditional garden garden herbs and keeping them inside is an excellent idea and the key tip is to keep trimming them as much as possible The front of our house is covered in ivy and it's getting out of control the roots are deep in the ground I'd love advice on how to get rid of it all Well if you want to get rid of I mean I'm a great advocate for ivy I've gr- ivy growing on many uh, of my garages and buildings because it's a great source of okay. nectar now, for the bees I, I want to stop you there for a second Are there different kinds of ivy you know Ivy that will actually get into the mortar and even get rid of the mortar between uh, bricks and then ivy that just uses suckers that tend to be on the surface. 
Well, you have you have IV pad. Traditional IV is Hedra, and you've got variegated varieties which are less vis- vigorous. So varieties like Gold Child or Gold Heart are less vigorous because they've got less chlorophyll, less green pigment in the leaves. So they tend to grow slower and are you know less damaging. IV can be damaging where there's loose mortar because it's literally the roots that are penetrating in through the loose mortar. Or if you've got cracks in bricks, of course, they're going to find their way in. You and I talked about a plant called the um, red ivy or Boston ivy, which uh, sticks on with suckers. So it tends not to be as invasive as traditional ivy. So traditional ivy is evergreen. Um, the common green form can be quite vigorous and quite, can be damaging where you've got loose stone mm. or broken surface. But it's generally, it's not a problem where you've got proper plastered walls or yeah. proper okay. But uh, for our friend walls. here who wants to get rid of all the ivy, right. what to do? Yes. Answer the question, Porik. So what you do is you cut it to ground level. So cut it right back to ground level. The top portion of the, the ivy will die and you can take that off over the next couple of weeks. And once it resprouts in the springtime, if you treat it with a brushwood killer or something like Weed Free 360 on the new developing foliage, that will keep kill the root completely. So there's no need to dig it out um, at soil level. It'll literally kill the plant off. Now, Mark says, how often should I water my plants? Recently, I got into gardening. It rains so much that I assume I should just let nature do its job. True or yeah, false? True. For, so for, for outdoor garden plants, there's no need to water, certainly this year of any year. But sometimes you might have a pot in a rain shadow up against close up to the house and it's not receiving natural rainfall. So keep an eye on those pots and containers that are really, really close to the house and, and can dry over the winter period. Certain plants like camellias need to be very well watered over the winter. But for most outdoor plants, Pat, trees, shrubs and roses, there's no need to wash them until late late spring, early summer of next year. Uh, two holly-related uh, topics. I'm lucky to have a holly tree in my garden. Has Porik any tips for keeping the, the holly that I use around the house fresh? Well, once holly is cut, Pat, and we bring it indoors, once it gets any sort of heat, it defoliates very, very quickly. So keep the holly out of doors as much as possible. Net it, put some netting on it to keep the birds off, to protect the berries, and cut it as late as possible if you're doing up a garden, uh, a holly wreath, or you're bringing it in sto- indoors uh, to decorate the home. So leave it as late as possible. That's really the trick with holly because it it's it's uh, temperature sensitive and once it comes indoors it starts to drop its leaves yeah. and berries so and the, keep it outside the other one is how to actually uh, decorate with holly without destroying the plant so you know how much can you take yeah. off well, it is a slow-growing plant. Holly is, is slow-growing, but it does respond to pruning very well. I mean, holly makes a fabulous hedge in any garden, and it will take and respond to regular trimming. But look, just take a small amount. To, you know, to do up a, a garden wreath or a household wreath, you'll only need a couple of sprigs of, of holly, and the plant will respond to that pruning by regrowing again mm. next spring. So, Okay, now, a, a final one. How can you grow a healthy apple tree? I have failed twice, says the listener. Well, we had a question a couple of weeks back, Pat, about growing apple trees on a balcony or patio, and I recommended the coronet family mm-hmm. of apple trees. I find them very successful. They're 
they're grown and bred here in Ireland. And um, the, if you get a family apple tree, you've got two different varieties on the one tree. It'll only grow to about six feet or seven feet in height and brilliant for planting out of doors or planting in a pot. So yeah. look for those in your local garden yeah. centre, the and coronet. The coronet, and I've got one, and the apples are absolutely delicious. delicious. You know, don't get a huge number of apples, but each one is absolutely delicious. Pori Corkin, thank you very much for joining us. Now,